Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you, so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hi there, welcome back. Happy Monday. And guess what? We're only two days away from Christmas. Yay! Today in this episode, I would like to talk a little bit more about the practical self-care tips for busy entrepreneurs. Because let's face it, as entrepreneurs, we often work a whole lot of time. We're doing a whole lot of different things. And I don't know about you, but when I first became an entrepreneur, I kind of bought into this whole hype of when you're an entrepreneur, you have all the freedom, all the time that you want. You have more time with your family, your loved ones. You get to travel. You get to do all these things that you can't really do when you work in a nine-to-five job, right? So I really got hyped up about this whole dream of what I want to create, right? But the reality often looks different. And I don't know about you if you're still working a full-time job or if you're already full-time in your business, but you may realize that it's not like a four-hour work week like that one book, right? And I mean, I have never read that book mainly because I don't really believe in that. So you may realize that you have to work a lot, you know, especially in the beginning stages of your business. There's so much you have to do to really get your business off the ground. You have to work a lot of hours. And especially if, let's say, you're still working full time and you're working on your business on the side, then you do have to work extra hard because you have your regular job, your 40 hours or more, and then you come home and you usually work on your business. That's how it was with me when I was still working my full time job. I came home and I just made dinner real quick and went into my office and started working. Weekends, the same thing. I was usually working all weekend long just to get my business off the ground. So, of course, my social life was like non existing. My son also didn't get as much time with me as I thought I would be able to spend with him, mainly because I was so focused on growing my business. And at the same time, I was even going to school as well online school at that. But still, you know, so my time was really divided up over all these different things so i did not enjoy the freedom of being an entrepreneur and even when i quit my job it was not that okay now i'm a full-time entrepreneur and now everything is nice and slow and uh, you know i have all the time in the world because when you go full-time in your business you still have to do a lot to grow your business right to put yourself out there there's you spend about 80 percent on your business and only 20% in your business. And what I mean with that is, it's that 80% where you do marketing, you do your accounting, you do your, your social media, you create programs, you create content, you have sales calls. It's all the things that you do to grow your business. And only 20% of that time, you actually work in your business, meaning working with clients. 
in the beginning, it may be about 95% working on your business and only 5% working in your business because you have to build up your clientele, right? So at the beginning stages, it's really difficult and you have to work a lot and there's a lot of stress and those type of things. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at in your business. There's always going to be times when you have to work a lot to really get to the next level. And even those very successful entrepreneurs, they have times where they have to work a lot. They're not just going to work just four hours a week unless that's the kind of business model they have implemented. But every entrepreneur, they have times where they really have to work a lot and hard and really push through and overcome challenges and those type of things. But everyone, no matter what state you're in, you have to focus on self-care. If you don't focus on self-care, you eventually, it's going to affect everything. It's going to affect your success, your income, your health, your, your well-being, your family, your everything. It's going to affect everything because when you are so stressed out and overwhelmed, when you just constantly work without really taking time to take care of yourself because at the end of the day you are the most important person if you are not not at a hundred percent how can you show up at a hundred percent for your clients so you have to find a way to make self-care part of your daily life right so that's really the the main topic i would like to talk about today and i would also like to give you some tips on what you can do to make self-care a priority in your life and I also want to talk a little bit about some self-care tips about the, the holiday season because, you know, when you're out there hanging out with family, you know, there's all this different energy and all these different things. And I want to talk a little bit about that as well and share some self-care tips around that as well. But let's look at like how does stress and overwhelm really affect you and affect your success? Because you see, when you're really stressed out and overwhelmed, you eventually get exhausted. You get burned out and also your vibration changes too. your vibration is no longer high vibe like shiny and attracting abundance or whatnot it slips down into lack frustration and those type of things because if you're constantly pushing and pushing and grinding and making stuff happen you take yourself out of the equation of being in the flow being in the flow is what will allow you to be centered, be in alignment, and things will flow. But when you're really just stressed out, when you're working so hard without taking time for yourself, you end up being exhausted and burned out. And that's going to affect your vibration, your energy as well, the energy that you're pushing out. Because when you're always frustrated, burned out, and exhausted, do you really think when you have sales calls that people won't pick up on that? Because they will. Because energetically, your energy is like, it's kind of like icky and people can feel that. But when you're in the flow, your energy is welcoming, it's inviting, it's soothing, it's positive, And people can feel that too. And you can actually test this out because I've done that too. As you've heard me talk about me doing a lot of outreach and having conversation with people, right? There were times when I really paid attention when I had a really bad day, just like so much stuff was going on and a lot of doubt, a lot of fear and all of the st stuff was going on. I was really stressed out. My calendar for that, that time was quite empty. And the calls that I did have, I remember there was one week I had 19 calls. Not one of them turned into a paying client. 
19 calls, okay? So that is a whole lot of time that I spent on calls that didn't lead anywhere. But then I also looked at weeks when I was really on top of my game. I was feeling great. I was feeling abundant. I was feeling, you know, excited and just really on top of my game. I only had 10 calls and I got three new clients in that week. You see, when your your vibration, and I talked about it in a different episode before, your vibration, how you show up, does all the selling for you. It does all the attraction for you. And on the flip side, your vibration, if you're in a bad mood, if you're feeling frustrated or whatnot, it's doing the selling too. Because it tells your potential clients that, look, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to deal with you because I'm so frustrated. I'm so exhausted. Yes, I want clients, but you know what? Can we just hurry up here? I really want want some time to myself, right? That's what your energy is saying. Even though you may have a smile on your face, you're upbeat, your energy speaks louder than your words, the, the your body gestures, anything. Your vibration does all the talking for you. So when you're stressed out, your vibration your energy tells a very, very loud story that you're frustrated, exhausted, burnt out, don't feel like doing anything, right? Because then also what happens is when you are exhausted and burnt out, you're less motivated to actually put in the effort. Just think back when you're really on top of your game and you have an idea, you may take the idea, you run with it, and it's just amazing and you feel great about it. But then when you're thinking, oh, crap, I got to write another blog post or I got to do a video and like, okay, just let, let's just put my smile on my face and let's just push through. Do you really think you did your best when you created that content, when you did that? Probably not, right? Because you were just not motivated to do that. You forced yourself to do it because you knew, hey, I got to write my blog post this week or I got to write my newsletter. So I just let me, let's just do that real quick. It also causes you to have more setbacks because you don't put in the effort, right? Because you're not really motivated to put in the effort. So whatever you're creating, if you're creating it from an energy of exhaustion and overwhelm, you're not going to get the results. Because like I said, your energy speaks so much louder than anything that you do, anything you create, anything you say. It just does all the talking for you. Then also, another thing that can then happen is you have a whole lot of doubt, fears, worry, limiting beliefs are coming up. You're questioning yourself. You're questioning, am I ever going to make that happen? Am I ever going to be able to get more clients? And of course, that's going to lead to decreased income and de a decrease in the clients that you're attracting because, like I said, your energy speaks louder than words. So you may do a whole lot of stuff. You may do videos and blog posts and interviews and this and that and outreach and cold calls or emails or whatnot. Maybe you do a summit or a podcast or webinar or all of those different things because you think that these are the things that can help you grow your business. But if your energy is low because you're exhausted, you're burnt out, you're frustrated, guess what's going to happen? You get peanuts in return. So you see, this is this whole vicious cycle. If you don't take care of yourself, it's going to affect so much where you struggle in your business. And also, if you push yourself too hard and don't take care of yourself, your stress level simply increases. I mean, that's just common sense. When you push, when you constantly push without taking care of yourself and really 
is you know set clear boundaries and stick to those boundaries you are your stress level is going to go through the roof you may start having health issues you may have sleep problems you see so much stuff can happen from that and of course you know frustration and also causes tension with your family and your loved ones right and like i mentioned earlier how can you give a hundred percent to clients if you can even give a hundred percent to yourself you can't show up a hundred percent if you are stressed out if you don't take care of yourself and then what can also happen is worst case scenario is that your body actually shuts down your body tells you, look, <laughs> you need a break, right? So if you don't take care of yourself, and that's really one thing that I really made part of my life this year is every day I meditate, sometimes twice a day. I change my eating habits. I pay, take better care of myself. I listen to myself. When I notice that I'm not feeling good, instead of sitting here and trying to push myself through that, I take time to either just go outside if it's warm outside to go relax to maybe take half a day off meditate or whatnot but the thing is your body eventually is going to shut down on you to get your attention if you don't take care of yourself and like i said i get it if you're still working your full-time job you may have to work a lot of hours but if you take time each day and even if it's just like 10 15 minutes for some self-care that helps a lot which brings me to you know i really want to talk a little bit more about some tips that you can maybe implement that can help you make self-care a really big part of your life make it really a priority because like i said i wouldn't want you to burn out i wouldn't want you to struggle in your business but as you can probably imagine the more stressed out you are the more frustrated you get the more overwhelmed you get and then nothing works right but if you really take care of yourself your mind is right you're feeling like totally in alignment you're feeling excited about what you're doing even if you may not get a whole lot of results even if you may not be getting a lot of clients but at least you know if you enjoy what you're doing that makes all the difference but it really starts with self-care that is so very important so some of the things that you could be doing is for one and i think that's the most important one of all of them make it a priority make self-care a huge priority choose you that is the really the most important thing and next is set clear boundaries and stick to your boundaries now what i mean with that is think about like what do you like what don't you like what is acceptable and what is not and really stick to your boundaries if for example you have clients that read that call you you know a couple of times a day or text you like excessively and you really don't like that but you put up with that that's not, you not sticking to your boundaries so here you want to have clear boundaries and then let your clients know look i don't want you messaging me all day long i don't want you texting me or calling me you know, if you want to reach out to me, send me one message, send me an email or something like that. And I reach, I return the message within 24 hours, right? Or if it's about, you know, your, your time, your self-care time, actually, you can tell your family, look, this is my time right now. I'm asking you to give me 30 minutes and I'm expecting you to give me those 30 minutes. If it's an emergency, you can interrupt me, but please give me that time. 
and then really stick to it. Stick to those boundaries. You are the most important person in your own life. So if you don't have boundaries, people are going to walk all over you. The same as how you want to be treated. You can have boundaries around that too. If someone always treats you badly, you can set clear boundaries. Or if someone always talks down on you or doesn't believe in what you do. Let's say you do have a family member that doesn't get what you do, that doesn't understand who you are, what you do. Maybe you're into spiritual stuff and they simply don't get you. And maybe they try to talk you out of uh, you know, what you're doing, talk you out of your going after your dream. You can set clear boundaries. You can say, look, I get that this is how you feel. But I feel differently and I would appreciate if you would honor my wishes. If you would honor that this is what I do, this is who I am, that you accept me for who I am. And then you can set clear boundaries by not listening to what they say. If they still continue talking, you can either, either say, hey, either you stop or I walk away. Or you just totally tune them out, you ignore them, right? But the thing is you want to know what is acceptable to you and what is not. And then stick to your boundaries. Because the thing is, if you keep breaking your boundaries, you are devaluing yourself. Because you're basically telling the universe that other people's are more important than yourself. So you want to honor yourself. That's really the most important things. You want to honor yourself. Don't do stuff that you don't want to do. Don't allow people to treat you in ways that you don't want to be treated. Really stand up for yourself. Set those clear boundaries and stick to them because if someone makes you feel really 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 bad or upsets you stresses you out you want to have clear boundaries and even if it's just for yourself that you say okay i get that he's always angry on mondays so i'm just gonna tune him out i'm just gonna let him have his hissy fit and i'm just not gonna buy into his story i'm not going to tune into his energy i'm just gonna protect myself right that's also setting clear boundaries and then the next thing, you want to schedule your me time. Like I just said, make self-care a priority, but then also put it on your calendar. Schedule that time. Block out time where you take time to yourself, where you go into your room or go for a walk or do whatever it is that you want to do, but put it on your calendar. Schedule a meeting with yourself or schedule that me time with yourself. Because when it's on your calendar, usually people stick to the things that they have on the calendar, right? Unless they don't they ha don't have clear boundaries and they don't stick to their boundaries. Because that also is in relation to boundaries because your me time should be very important to you, right? So if you don't stick to your schedule, you're not honoring your boundaries, right? And then the next thing, meditate daily. I cannot tell you how much my life has changed because of meditation. There were times this year when I was in so much pain that I couldn't meditate. That was the worst time, okay? Because when you meditate, you tune out your ego mind. You refresh, you recharge, you just get back to center. And I used to meditate daily until I got hurt. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't meditate no more. Oh my God, it was really, it was so difficult for me because I wanted to meditate. I want to get into the flow. Usually when I come out of meditation, I feel like a completely different person. So at that time, I was stuck with my pain. You know, no, nothing I did was helping me get out of my pain that I had all this doubt and fear and worry and like, ah, right? And that's what happens when you don't calm yourself down. So if with meditation, with daily meditation, 
you find that center again. You get back to center. You get you become whole again. Because you also tune out that busy chatter in your mind that is trying to distract you and trying to tell you that you're not good enough, that you can't do this, and why is it not working? And oh my God, I'm in fear mode, I can't do this, and all of those different things, right? Pretty sure you had those mind chatters in the past as well, right? So you know what I'm talking about. So meditation is really a powerful way. If anything, if you can just meditate daily, that is the best self-care tip that I can actually give you, other than making it a priority and schedule that time. But if you can meditate, that can change so much in your life. So that's why I also have those four things first, because I really find them as the most important ones. Because then other things that you can also do is exercise. Exercise helps you also get, loosen up that stuck energy. Because during the day, you pick up all this energy, right? Even if you have a stressful day, you want to find a way to get rid of that stuck energy in your body. So when you move, when you do yoga, when you go for a walk, when you stretch, when you do certain things, it moves your body. Or even if you want to go dancing, that's another thing that you can do. But it's like about moving your body, moving the energy within your body. So it can release. And especially if you have a lot of tension in your body, you want to let that go. So you can really push that out. Right? So exercise is really beneficial to include it into your day as well. And like I said, even if it's just a few minutes, it doesn't have to be a full-blown hour at the gym or anything like that. Even if it's just walking, that's perfectly fine too. It's you want to move your body to move the energy, to let go of the stuck energy. The next tip is healthy eating, right? Because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you eat that actually has a low vibration. So a lot of sweets is really not good for you. Not just because it's not good for your body, but it also affects your vibration. So a lot of that heavy food, that greasy food, is actually not just unhealthy for you, but it also messes with your vibration as well. So if you have a healthy diet, it's not only good for your body, but also for your mind, for your vibration, for your energy. So uh, it's like a, it has an, a holistic effect on you. And then one thing you can also do is you can do something fun on a daily basis, even if it's just a few minutes, but something that really brings you joy, something that makes you laugh, something that shifts your energy into raises your vibration. Because life is already serious enough, right? Why can't we just do something fun during the day? But then also, it's not just about something fun, but also something that brings you joy. Like me, I love creation. So yesterday, actually, I got so sucked into a project. I was actually creating the, the new website for my podcast. So it looks a lot better. So I was like all into creating the images, the banners and all that stuff. So I was like a little happy camper because that's what brings me joy, doing this kind of creative work. And also doing something that, you know, sometimes, you know, you can just go do something, you know, go get out the house and do something that brings you joy. But it's like if you can do something every single day, and like I said, even if it's just for five minutes, but something that really touches your heart, that brings you joy, that puts a smile on your face, that, that lights you up from within, then even on a bad day, the bad day ain't going to be as bad no more because you did something that lets you shine from within. Okay, so see if you can find something each day that brings you joy. Right. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be going on a road trip or whatnot. Even if it's just something small, 
So find something that brings you joy. And also don't push yourself to do something. Really honor your inner guidance. So, you know, I've talked about creating a blog post or, you know, doing all the things to grow your business. When you push yourself to do something, especially when you're really not feeling it, you're not honoring yourself. You're not honoring your inner voice. You're ignoring it. And when you push, you go into resistance. And I get it. You might say, well, okay, I got to do these things because I need to grow my business. I need to get clients. I can't just like not work. And I've been there. You know, I mean, one of my, uh, one of my friends, she mentioned to me before, like, look, okay, you know, when you don't right now is the time, maybe you need to take some time and just rest and just relax and tune in and take some time to yourself. And I'm like, well, shoot, I rested a whole lot this year. I got to do that. Right. But then I really listened to my body and I realized, okay, maybe I do need some time. There were times when I just lay down, took a nap during the day, or I did a 10 minute meditation during the day because I noticed that my energy was just totally off because that's what happens when you push, you go into resistance. And when you're trying to create something, that's when you have that mental block, let's say writer's block or creativity block or nothing is working right. But the most important thing here is you want to honor your inner guidance. So as far as the practical self-care tip goes, you want to listen to the inner voice. If you feel very exhausted and you notice that you're pushing yourself, stop. Honor yourself. Take time away from the computer. Take time away off from whatever you were doing and just relax or do what you feel called to do. Because if you ignore that inner voice, how can you be more in tune with yourself? How can you be more in alignment and be centered? You can only do that if you're listening to your inner voice, if you honor your inner voice and don't ignore it. Because your inner voice, your higher mind knows best. So if your higher mind says, look, you need a break, maybe you should listen to that. It's going to be so much better. And sometimes you don't even have to do anything to make stuff work, to make stuff happen to allow stuff to unfold. Let's put it like that. Because when you take a step back and stop pushing, you open yourself up to receiving. And wouldn't you like to receive more often? So next time when you're noticing that you're pushing yourself, maybe just take a step back and start allowing more. Okay. And what brings me to the next step is the next tip is like implement a morning or evening routine. I mean, ideally you may want to do both morning and evening because then you can start the day off good and you can end the day relaxed and in alignment because having that kind of routine in place, it is there to nurture your mind, your body, your spirit, and your soul. When you have that morning and evening, evening routine, you're already starting the day off on a higher vibration and then you're clearing out the stuff in the evening so you can go to bed with good things on mind and not worrying about or thinking about the stress that you had during the day so very very important and the last thing is really honor yourself say yes when it feels like a yes and be okay with saying no when it feels like a no i mean just think back like when was the last time you said yes and then you felt like oh, I really didn't want to do that. Maybe you should have said no in the first place. 
you want to honor yourself because when you do certain things out of obligation, you say yes to something that you really should have said no to, you are in the energy of obligation. And then guess what? You're going to attract even more things or experiences that have you re-experience the same stuff, obligation. Right, so it's okay to say no. I mean, yes, there may be instances where you really can't. I mean, if your loved one is hurt or can't drive and you need to drive them, or you have to go pick up your child from from school, and you're like in the middle of doing something, of course you have to go. But then, check in with yourself, change your energy, just saying, okay, I know this is something I have to do. This is not really in alignment with what I want to do right now, but it's okay. I can get back to my stuff later on. So you really want to talk you talk to yourself in a way that is soothing, that is still where you honor yourself. Maybe even shift your perception around whatever you have to do. And even instances when someone asks you to do something, don't feel obligated to say yes. Instead, check in with yourself and ask yourself, do I really want to do it? And if you get a big no, then say no. It's as simple as that. It's about honoring yourself. So these are the couple of self-care tips that I want to share with you. But now I also want to touch on really real quick around, you know, some practical self-care tips during the holiday season. When you're in the holidays, you probably have to see a lot of people, right? You have to go to different families. Maybe you have family coming into your home. So I want to share a couple of self-care tips with you as well. Now, the first thing is ground yourself. This is so very important. You really want to ground yourself because all these people that are going to that you're going to be surrounded with, they have their stuff going on, right? They have their limiting beliefs and stories and things that they're dealing with and you don't want to be affected by that. You want to ground yourself and also protect your energy. Now, one thing you can do is if you for example would like to work with the with the guys one thing that I like to do is whenever I go somewhere, for example, when I go to Walmart or anywhere where there are a lot of people, I call forth a bubble of white light to surround me, to really, you know, be all around me. So I call forth this white bubble of this bubble of white protection light that is filled with white light to protect me to so nothing, no negative energy can come through and affect me. So that's one thing that you can do. And like I said, ground yourself. You really want to be grounded when you go to any events, when you have family coming in and whatnot. So you will not be affected by their negative energy, by their draining energy, or just by the energy of the holiday season. Okay? Because then too many people come together, too many personalities. And it may be a good thing. It may not be a good thing. I don't know about your family, but I've heard some horror stories. <laughs> and I've seen horror stories on TV. So find a way to protect yourself, to ground yourself, and also set clear boundaries and honor those boundaries. Like I mentioned before, if someone doesn't really get you, right? If someone is trying, like if those dream crushers there, don't get who you are, don't get what you do. They may try to talk you out of what you're doing, may try to tell you, hey, get real, go get a job. Honor yourself, honor your dreams and your purpose, and don't listen to them. Because they simply don't understand. Set those clear boundaries that, okay, this is not what I want to experience. This is not want, what I want to deal with. And set those clear boundaries. Even though you may not be able to stop them from saying the things that they're saying. Just internally set those boundaries that it's just going to bounce off of you. Right? Honor yourself. 
You don't have to believe everything that you hear, everything that they say. So really stick to your boundaries, stick to your energetic boundaries as well. And also make it a priority to replenish your energy, especially after those family gatherings. Take some me time. Go somewhere, meditate. What you can do actually is to imagine you have white light, being overshowered by white light. Even when you maybe go into the shower, you can even imagine or set the intention that the water is going to wash away any dense energies. So that's one thing you can do after the gatherings, after all the, the crazy holidays, even when you go to the store, and I know malls are going to be crazy. Also take some time afterwards to clear your energy, to ground yourself again, to replenish yourself so you won't be drained. And last but not least, write about your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, write in your journal, whatever you're experiencing, whenever you're being, you know, feeling very exhausted or whatnot, kind of tune in, see what's going on. Maybe you haven't protected your, yourself enough. Maybe you haven't grounded yourself. Maybe you haven't stuck to your boundaries. Maybe you have lowered your boundaries. So, you know, you want to write about your experience. And of course, also think about the good things. Not just think about, oh my God, this was crazy, this was exhausting, but and also look for the good things, the time that you get to spend with your family, the experience that you have, the good things. That is also so important because oftentimes we're looking at a lot of the bad things. And I know like even in this episode, I talked a lot of the distress, the overwhelm and all these different, different, these different things, but they're also important to kind of talk about, but then we don't want to forget. And that's usually what we do is we forget the good things in life as well. We forget to look at all the blessings that we have. So take some time also to count your own blessings. Okay. So I hope this episode was beneficial for you. I hope, you know, some of the tips that I shared with you are beneficial. Maybe you're doing some already. Maybe you would like to try some. If you have some other tips, feel free to let me know. Send me an email to info at kcenters.com. You know, just let me know what are some of your self-care tips? What do you do during the holiday season to stay afloat, even, you know, on a daily basis? What are some of your self-care practices that you have implemented and also feel free to let me know how did your life change once you really started making self-care a priority in your life and really implementing uh, self-care practice okay so send me an email let me know but like I said, I'm, I hope this episode was beneficial for you. I hope, you know, the holiday season is not going to be too crazy for you. Now, I just want to mention real quick, you know, because it is the holiday season. We are about to move into the next year. If you're not really quite sure of, you know, how to finish this year strong. I mean, yeah, we only have like a week left. But if you don't really know how to set a clear path for next year, not really sure what's going on, or you would like to break through whatever is holding you back from making 2020 an amazing year for yourself. Right now, my Kashuk Record readings, my Light Language Healing Sessions, they're all still on holiday special. So head on over to my website, ksanders.com, look under products. So if you feel called to any of that, either a reading to really get that clear guidance of who, who you are, what you're here to do, what's holding you back, how to break through whatever is holding you back, and you know how to grow your business, how to really ignite it or excel it to really make that impact that you're here to make. You know, head on over to my website and take a look at it. And if it feels in alignment, you know, take a look at those offers that I have and pick whatever feels in alignment with you. But I definitely would love to support you in any other way that I can, other than you know with this with this podcast. 
But also, if there are any topics you would like me to talk about, send me an email, info at ksanders.com. I would love to do an episode just, you know, to help you answer any questions that you're having. Okay? So, with that, I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you have a wonderful, you know, holiday season. I will release another episode on Christmas Day. But, you know, until next time, I hope you have an amazingly abundant, successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.